Stuck in the 80s, as always, wants to give a shout-out to the 80s Cruise. Sailing in March 2019, the ship will be visiting Key West, Cozumel, Costa Maya, and Belize. Steve, I can't believe we're going to Central America. <sighs> I knew that was coming. Anyway, artists include Kenny Loggins, OMD, Berlin, The Fix, Grandmaster Flash, Starship, Cutting Crew, English Beat, Club Nouveau, and the great Sheila E. The original MTV VJs will be there as well. And so will comedian Alonzo Bowden. And Dee Snyder is going to host. It's going to be epic. Brad and I will be there hosting Big 80s Trivia, and you can join us and save money at the same time when you book. That's right. Save hundreds off your cabin by using the promo code STUCK. That's S-T-U-C-K. You know how we like to spell stuff out when you book your cabin. (laughs) The sponsors love it when we spell things out. Hey, it's spring break for adults. We never miss it. You should neither. Now on with the show. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. That's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And Brad in LA. And today, today we officially give up on the 80s. What? Wait, what are you talking about? You have to give me some warning on this crap, Steve. You can't just change the whole topic of the podcast just for nothing. No, I mean, not really. But we do review four brand new albums by artists we loved in the 80s. It's new music day again. It's Stuck in the 80s. Oh, Dad. You sounded like Dirty Harry just then. Really? Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and the CLNS Media mobile app. And don't forget to listen to our podcast at the CLNS Media website. You can find it at clnsmedia.com. And as always, we plead. Please, if you love our show, share the links on social media, except for Facebook, where it's just becoming so dodgy these days. I don't even know if I want to huh. go there anymore. Yeah. So awful. We it's do. a little dire. <laughs> what, do you, what is it you like to say, Brad? You like you lob a hand grenade and then you leave? Yeah, lob a hand grenade and leave. <laughs> anyway, we're on Facebook and Twitter, and I suspect that the way things are going will soon be on um, <laughs> Instagram and Snapchat because we're all 20-year-old inside. Oh, my gosh. Oh, should I start the Stuck in the 80s Snapchat? I would totally do that. Can you? Sure. I know nothing about it hand to heart i use it to communicate with my kids who are in college because okay. when i said to them when they left the house like how do you want us to communicate with you and they're like snapchat would be good i'm like okay for you i'll do it <laughs> you know we wrote none of this down this is just gonna be one of those kind of fun shows that's just a little, little freewheeling So anyway, if you're um, kind of wondering where we're going here, a, f- a few months ago, it feels like, we did a show, and in the middle of it, we kind of talked about some new music, and we talked about Tom Bailey from the Thompson Twins, 
and we talked about the English beat because they both had new albums out and we were listening to them and we were kind of digging it. And at the time, I think Brad said, hey, we should do more of these. Look, they're not making any new 80s music, they say, but maybe they are, Steve. Maybe they are. So um, we took a little longer than we wanted to getting back around to this, but we found four new albums that have all been released since March, which is you know the best we can do. And I know we've talked a lot about Steve Perry lately and his new album, which comes out. By the time you listen to this, it will actually have come out, and um, that'll be fun. But Steve Perry is not among these four. We're going to talk about four artists that were very prominent in the 80s and their latest works. We'll tell you what we think. We're going to play some samples of some songs. We're just going to have some fun. I really I had a fun time preparing for this show because I I really enjoyed the music. I mean, I was I was not I was not prepared to like the music as much as I did. Yeah, I would agree with that, Steve. I I put together a Spotify playlist with all of the albums on it yesterday, and I just listened to it. I just had it on while I worked. I didn't just sit and focus on it, which I know would have been a more pure experience. <laughs> all you all you vinyl folks out there in your dark room, but um, <laughs> you know, I listened to them all. And, and the thing that was great was then like certain songs would catch my ear, and I'd like wait, what's that? Because I realized I was kind of humming along with it, and so I I wrote down my my like my favorite picks off of every album. Yeah. Here, so. It was good. It's funny it's you good. mentioned the whole vinyl thing because we, we talked about vinyl in the last episode and people wrote in and they're like, was Brad kidding about his um, disgust for vinyl? And, and I said, no, he really hates vinyl. And, and I didn't know if... <laughs> Hate is a strong I didn't word, know if you were, but I don't I, see the point. I didn't know how you really felt about it, but I kind of felt, I kind of felt in my heart that it, it's not your sort of thing. Like, you know, but you explain... Nope, I'm moving on. The technology has passed you by. So I have this idea, though. So, like, I have this... Um, I live in a three-bedroom uh, townhome here in north of Orlando. And I, ha- I have... Okay. You know, there's downstairs, and it's downstairs. That's where, like, the TV and couches and kitchen are. And upstairs, there's the master bedroom, Okay, you know, where I pass out every night. Where the magic happens? <laughs> there's nothing no, ever absolutely happens there. Absolutely no. What a crime. No, no magic, no magic whatsoever has ever happened in the magic bedroom. Uh, it is unchristened. It, that's how bad things are. I don't but, believe that for a second. Oh no! I swear to God, I don't think a female. The only female that's ever been there is the is the person who cleans the house. Like oh. once a month, she comes in here and she cleans the house. That's it. Huh? So that's it. But but here's my point. So there's three bedrooms. The um, second bedroom I use is like the home office slash recording studio for the podcast and then the third bedroom is kind of my staging area for all like the 80s cruise stuff and like the swag and all that kind of shits in there so i think i'm thinking i want to turn one of these rooms into like a soundproof like media room okay yeah like make a like a listening room yeah and get like a big leather chair but i want to stack it full of albums and cds i just want to go in there every night for like an hour and just listen to something just listen to music That'd be super cool. Yeah, I'd, just, be, I'd love to help you design that room. I'll spend your money. I <laughs> can't decide whether to use the office, which you know I use for the podcast and, and for paying bills. And actually, there's a, a kitty litter box up here, too. <laughs> or do I use the, the third bedroom, which is, quote, unquote, the guest room, but I never have any guests. Hmm. So I'm kind of leaning that way. I don't know. Anyway, if you have a thought, 80s Nation... Send it along because 
Some redecorating is going to happen here soon. You know the dark horse is in uh, this. You, you know, know the dark horse. We're just going to convert the master bedroom. Actually, that would be perfect in so, in so many ways. <laughs> be the most action that room scene since I moved in. Anyway, let's get on with the show. The first album that we're going to talk about today is from <laughs> an old friend of ours and soon to be a new friend of ours when he hosts the 80s cruise in 2019. Uh, this is D. Snyder with For the Love of Metal. So that's the song Become the Storm. Um, this is his fourth solo album. The reviews of it have been generally positive. It was released at the end of July. And obviously Dee's voice is like instantly recognizable, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And actually this song Become the Storm was my pick from this album. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> it's not really anything like Twisted Sister. So it's like no. If you're looking for that, it's not it's not that necessarily, but it's more contemporary. It's it's really full on complete 100% metal. The people he had produce it with him and the people who participated in the making of it, all like contemporary metal stars. I would like name quote them, but I don't even know them from myself. Here's what's so sad is that there's one song that said that Howard Jones was a contributor and I'm like, "Oh my god, Howard Jones?" You know, like right. 80s Howard Jones from like you know <laughs> it's not that Howard Jones it's not that Howard Jones <laughs> it's uh, well I guess it's, it's a fairly common name combination <laughs> yeah but it was a different Howard Jones it's done very well I mean D's been all over our social media talking about it it's sold a lot of records and I think it's gonna be a really fun um it's gonna be fun on the 80s cruise to listen to him because I know he's gonna have to perform some of these live some of these songs yeah I gotta tell you I'm hoping for become the storm I really like that song. I think that's a no-brainer. I think he plays that for sure. So anyway, there's there's like a, a, a backstory to this album. Dee Snyder's mom passed away during the recording of this record. Mm. And um, he's talked about that a lot in interviews. He also wrote a song about her passing away. The song's called I'm Ready. And if you're expecting a ballad, you're not going to get one. Here's what it sounds like. kind of think a ballad would have been better but it just well, wouldn't have fit i, I don't know I, yeah i don't know d's mom maybe no. that was maybe that just <laughs> it's what she wanted ahead maybe that's what she wanted exactly so you can you can look up the lyrics or, or i'll tell you some of them myself death brings us sorrow no one can heal love brings us memory no one can steal wow so. two sides of the same coin there huh yeah yeah so fun 
But no, which side I, is Steve and which side is Brad? <laughs> <laughs> I have this. I have this downstairs. Like downstairs, it's downstairs. Downstairs, not, in, not my, in the in my listening area. <laughs> it's not in the media room yet. But I, I did um, <laughs> when this when this was up for sale because I knew it was going to be on the cruise. I, I bought it. One of these days on the way to work, I'm going to listen to it, but I'm a little afraid because it's it's it is so ridiculously over the top metal. I, you might find yourself speeding a little bit. <laughs> yes, and I'm t- this is I live in Orlando. They live for you to speed here. It's like, how do you think we make our money in Florida? It's completely um, um, surplus fees on rental cars and hotel rooms. Obviously, exactly. well, those two for for starters, but also on uh, speeding bills in Orlando. So, okay, good to know. Anyway, let's get move on. The uh, second album in our, our tribute to new music of the 80s. Tony Lewis from The Outfield has a new album. And it's called Out of the Darkness. Here's the first song from that album. It's called Into the Night. So take me out of the Tony Lewis was the bassist and vocalist for The Outfield, um, which formed back in London back in 1984. Brad, did you even know they were British? I did not. I did not. No, no idea. No idea. I would have assumed they were from, like, I don't know, someplace in the Rust Belt. I was thinking more Northeast. Like, okay. Like, like not Philadelphia, but maybe um, Maine. Banger, or Maine. <laughs> yeah, Banger, Banger Maine. Banger Maine. The pride of Banger Maine, The Outfield. So um, the outfield dissolved in 2014 when John Spinks, who was the guitarist and songwriter, he died from cancer. Tony Lewis went into retirement, but he eventually came out. And this album, which is called Out of the Darkness, is obviously a reflection of the passing of Lewis and a kind of announcement of his re-entrance into the music world. So what did you think of this album, Steve? I kind of liked it a lot. I mean, here, here's the weird thing that happened to me. This happened to me the other day at work. So I was getting ready for this show, and I listened to a couple of songs from this album. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to them on YouTube. And so YouTube kind of sort of says, oh, you're into Tony Lewis, so let's play you some Outfield yeah. songs. And they started playing me all the Outfield songs. And for like two hours straight, I listened to Tony Lewis in the Outfield. <laughs> and I was the happiest I've ever been like in, in like months. Wow. And I was super productive at work. I was like just cranking out work. I was like bobbing my head and and swaying in my seats and people around me were really worried. Like what happened to Steve? Yeah, yeah. Who are you and what have you done with Steve Spears? Normally he's dissolving in a puddle of sweat at his desk, but like today he's just like he's really into it. He's locking, he's popping, he's typing, <laughs> he he's closing I tickets. Was. It was fantastic. It was like it was seriously the best day I'd had at work in a month. And I it's never awesome. liked I never liked the outfield in the eighties. I mean I, yeah, I kinda I like yeah. I wouldn't say We're I there. Didn't I wasn't like a fan them. I wasn't a fan, I wasn't an unfan. I just right. like okay, Joe's on a vacation far away, great, whatever. Right. By the way, did you ever see the Saturday Night Live skit about this? Oh it's so funny. It's so well done. It's so well done. Oh hey, you must be Devin, Josie's younger brother. Maybe I am. I'm 
Josie's friend Veronica. I was in the neighborhood and I was wondering, is Josie home? Josie's home! Oh, that's okay. I can come back. I mean, you're a sophomore and I'm a senior. What would we even have to talk about? So, so he comes out with this album. This is his first solo album, and it's it's pretty. What did you think of it? That's my question. I should say, I you know what I really liked it. It was um, after you know what a good solid hour of banging my head to D. Snyder. It was nice to just get some power pop. You know, I mean, it's just as sometimes we get on people for not growing and not evolving a little bit, but this is just what you want out of the guy who was the lead singer from the from the outfield. The songs are fun. Music is good. It's not like it's not going to tax your brain too much to listen to it. It's just fun, upbeat, poppy, peppy music. Right. I really like that song we played. Uh, the other one that I really liked was "I'll Still Be Here." It's funny because I, I again I kept my I would catch myself like looking up like what is that song and I realized what I liked about that song was like the last thirty seconds when it kind of starts getting more layered and stuff. The beginning of it's kind of eh, it's okay, but it does get going. But I just think this is a fun, well-crafted power pop album. It is. It's like it's 1986 all over again. You know, and sometimes you need that. And I, I certainly needed it this week. I don't know if you can tell, but like <clears throat> my cold that I've been like suffering from for the last three weeks is like in its death throes right now. So it's like it's a combination right now of like euphoria and phlegm, which by the, <laughs> the name is that's the name of my autobiography, by the way. And the so, third album we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So, but it's it's fun, and I know Tony Lewis has been out. He's been touring, and I really hope we get a chance to see him soon on either the Eighties Cruise or another tour like that. Because I he did not come down into Florida, but I will go to see Tony Lewis even on a weekday in Orlando. Even Whoa! A, stop! Stop the presses! <laughs> even on a weekday in Orlando. Anyway, we continue. (laughs) Here's the next new album from Artists of the 80s. This is Judas Priest with Firepower. Steve, wait, what's that noise I hear? Oh, God, it's my cardio beeper. Hang on. It's just there to make sure my blood pressure doesn't get too high. What do you think? Is the song giving you an attack of some kind? Well, I mean, attack is a strong word. I'll be fine. Spearsy, hang on, hang on. I, I got you, buddy. Hang on. Just, just, here, try this. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> That's so much better. What was the name of that band again? Uh, it's Judas Priest, Steve. Never. Never, ever play that again. <laughs> hey, uh, Firepower is the um, 18th studio album by the British heavy metal band Judas Priest. 
the uh, album performed very well uh, in its first week. It sold about 50,000 copies in the U.S., debuting at number five on the Billboard charts. Wow. Make That makes it the highest charting album in the U.S. for uh, for, for Judas Priest. I mean, go ahead. That's kind of wow. crazy. That's amazing. I mean, people – we put something on Facebook. Facebook, not ever doing it again. We put a message on there earlier this week about, hey, you know, tell us what bands you're listening to that have new albums out. And two or three people mentioned this one, yeah. but in but in particular Dave Augie August, who um, we can always count on to recommend a good metal band. And yes. he loves he loves this album. And he does. So <laughs> he recommended he recommended this song, and he recommended the next song, which is called Lightning Strike. Okay, you put your earplugs in, Steve, and I'll play it. You know, here's the thing. I listen to this album, and you know, no one will ever say, "Oh, that Braddy's such a metalhead." Like, I don't, I don't own any metal records. I don't listen to that much of this stuff. But it's a genre you recognize when you hear it, right? Oh yeah, and yeah, sure. When I heard this, I thought somebody is trying to make, like, they're trying to make music that would sound like metal to somebody who hadn't ever heard it before. Like, it just seems like it's a quintessential metal album. Not really for me, though. Like, the lyrics to the song Neuromancer, or I'm sorry, Necromancer, I'm like, is that for real? Like, it just sounds straight, it sounds straight out of, straight out of the, what is it, the Parents Resource Council against PMRC. music. PMRC. It sounds like a total PMRC song, don't you think? And I'm like, I, I seriously, I looked up, and I looked, again, I looked up, I looked at the Spotify player, I listened to one more band of lyrics. And I said to my neighbor in the next office who could hear it, I'm like, is this for real? I don't mean to be like some sort of um, elitist dick or anything. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might have already covered that territory. But But I just, when when I hear something like this, I mean, do I like it on some level? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, is it, is it well performed? I think I respect it more than I I respect the effort. I mean, it sound, the guys sound great. They yes. sound great. It's like they sound that straight out of nineteen eighty four. They they sound great. Yeah. Do I want to buy this album? Absolutely not. <laughs> 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 but like, if I ever need to like get fired up to go play a game of rugby, which I never do, I don't even know why I said rugby. But I just don't know. I don't do anything physical, so why why not rugby? But. It, Sure. This album, like, I'm telling you, it's going to give me a heart attack. When I listened to it for the first time, I swear to God, I was sitting at my desk going, it's ah, ah. just like, this is not good. This is not, this is not what yeah. God intended for me. I mean, so, this album is a perfect example of the <laughs> quote that is often attributed to, to Abraham Lincoln. People who like this sort of thing will find this the sort of thing they like. If you like metal, <laughs> if you like classic Judas Priest, this is in your wheelhouse, and you need to go buy it. Did you ever own a Juice Priest album when you were younger? I mean, like, have you ever owned a Juice Priest album? I have not. 
No, no. Judas Priest, I know mainly as the the words that they use to substitute for Jesus Christ when they uh, fix a movie for airing on television, right? <laughs> I, I like if it comes on like like if I'm watching some sort of like you know a string of videos and one of their '80s hits comes on, I'll watch it. Like you well, know, sure. you got another thing I mean, coming. You got or, another you thing know, coming. You're going to watch on. that. You have to. Yeah, of course. Like, but do I feel the need to continue it? Like thirty years later, no. But I am so happy. I swear to God, I, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to invoke you know any holy names too much here. But it's, we probably invoked God's name more in the last five minutes than we have in the entire history of the podcast. But if the metal fans of Stuck in the 80s love this album, fucking fantastic for you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just I get it. I, I get why you I like totally, it exactly. I totally get why you like it. I I completely. This is your thing, man. <laughs> I totally, there's no doubt in my mind, this is your thing. And I love Grab you. Grab on with both hands. Yeah, I love you for it, man. You, you are my people. <laughs> Support for Stuck in the 80s this week comes from HelloFresh, our favorite meal kit delivery service because they shop, plan, and deliver step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients to our doors each week. Wait, hold on a second. Are you doing a straight ad read this week? You're throwing me off. No, no, no. I love HelloFresh. Everyone knows this. Okay, I'll I'll trust you. So let's see. My line is, uh, here it is. Family dinners are a breeze now because HelloFresh has kid-tested and approved family plan recipes. If I were to listen to any more metal albums and have a heart attack tonight. See, I knew you couldn't do it. No, really. I'm, I'm about to be sincere. If I die tonight, hopefully before I have to edit this show. I want my last meal to be the cheddar chicken fajitas. Either that or any of the shrimp and pasta dishes. Oh, hey, you brought it back. Good job. I'm proud of you. No, but really, if I do die tonight... Uh, here we go again. I, I'd, I'd want you to play Oingo Boingo at the funeral and then dump my ashes off the 80s cruise just off the port in uh, Key West. Okay, so Oingo Boingo and the ashes off Key West, but only after you had the chicken fajitas from HelloFresh? Yes, yes, that's correct. Okay, well, let me continue. I'm really loving the Global Eats options because they're teaching me how to make some outrageously awesome international dishes. And tomorrow night... Well, you know, when I mean Oingo Boingo, that would be ideal. But like one of the happy songs about being dead. And I guess if you had to, you could dump my ashes off of Cozumel. Okay, I'm ignoring you now. Anyway, what was I making? Funeral plans. No, you are the one making funeral plans, and it's just weird, even by your standards, Spearsy. Okay, I'll concentrate. So the cool thing about HelloFresh is that when you choose meals, you have a lot of amazing options, so you never really miss out. Every week, the makings for my meals arrive at my front door in a recyclable box, and the food inside is fresh and cold, thanks to the ice packs, because I live in Florida, which is on the tip of the equator. You need some amazing insulated packaging to make that happen. And you can adjust your count online using the easiest website you can imagine. You just choose your own delivery date. We usually get ours on Tuesday, actually. And if you need to take a week or two off, it's no big deal. You just click the button that says skip week and you're all set. I get my deliveries on Monday, but make sure when you skip my deliveries, you know, after the funeral, just, you know, skip them completely. Just stop it. And because you're a listener at Stuck in Ease, you get a brand new special deal that's just, wait for it, to die for. Ha <laughs> uh. ha! For a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash Radical60 to get started. And then use a promo code 
wait for it, Radical60 when ordering. That's HelloFresh.com slash Radical60 to get started. And then use the promo code, Brad, Radical60 when ordering. You'll be doing yourself and your family a big favor, and you'll be doing a solid for the podcast, too. You know what else will be doing a solid win for the podcast this week? Uh, therapy for you, my friend. <laughs> no, sir. More new music. That's the track Pop Don't Stop from Kim Wilde and her new album, Here Come the Aliens. <laughs> of course, there's oh, an, yeah. Of course, there's an interesting story here. This is her 14th album, which is amazing. That blows my mind. I know. <laughs> How many of them do you own? <laughs> None. Um, that would be zero, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. The main concept behind Here Come the Aliens is basically a visit from UFOs. Um, This actually happened, according to Kim Wilde, back in 2009 while sitting in her garden. And she's a huge gardening fan. I don't know if you knew that. If you're a British fan. Yeah, I was just reading about that. Yeah, yeah. She's huge into that. She was sitting in her garden back in 2009. She noticed something odd in the sky, a huge bright light behind a cloud. She tried to track down the source of the light and and found something that was moving back and forth, kind of like, you know. When, when the doctors do the whole little, like, see if my pupils are dilated thing, it's the same thing. And yeah. <laughs> she thought about it. Obviously, it had to be aliens. Yes. She thought about it every day for a while and eventually decided that's going to be the name of her new album, Here Come the Aliens. So the first track, Pop Don't Stop. What do you think about it? You know what? I like this album. It is almost almost too sweet, almost too poppy, yeah, it's if you will. Very high sugar but, content. But I think it's really well produced. It, it is. It's like it's. I have been on record before about criticizing artists from the eighties who have moved on to a newer sound, like Madonna. Like instead of staying true to their roots, they kind of like they try to adopt more. Or you too. Current. Yeah, I mean, you too. Kind of is in a, a planet of their own. Planet of their own. That doesn't make sense. Universe of their own. This is that's fine. Cold medicine. Cold medicine. Anyway, the metaphor is tortured. <laughs> yeah, no matter what I we know. do with it, so. people have long turned turned off the show by now probably about halfway through the HelloFresh ad, but it's not contemporary so much as it is maybe like early 90s-ish kind of thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. It's just it's just really boppy. It is. Listen to this second song. It's called Candy Crush. Now, tell me this doesn't sound like a song straight off the Clueless soundtrack. 
Oh yeah, it kind of does. It's 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 weird. I, like when I, when I first started, I'm like, oh my god, this is the song from Clueless. But it's not. This was released oh, back funny. in March, so it's fairly new. Um, you know, it's stuck in the eighties. Fairly new has to do. That's our slogan. <laughs> yeah, that you're not just kidding. I will tell you the songs that I really liked on this album. Um, yours till the end. I thought it sounded very daft punky, and I know that you, you know, again, I'm talking about a band that you don't acknowledge that exists, but I liked it. I thought it was a really nice sound. And then the last song on the album is called Rosetta, and it's just got this ethereal vibe to it. There's a guest vocalist on it, a, sweet, a Swedish singer whose name I did not write down, so I don't remember. Right. But um, the two of them, this duet, it's just this kind of, just kind of floaty and sparkly and it was great. It, honestly, it should have been further up in the album. Yeah. I don't think it was the right closing track. But She does a lot of duets. Easy. I, I, when I was listening to this album, I listened to a song she did with Nana, you know, from 99 Loof Balloons, oh. which is kind of interesting. I mean, it's, it's, I love the fact that these people are – these people, these people, these 80s fans. Our people. <laughs> our people are still around and they're still you know working with each other. That's fantastic. Yep. Right. Not just gardening, not just looking for UFOs, <laughs> no. also recording music. The name so maybe is, this is my second favorite album based on a UFO visit behind the Flock Seagulls uh, debut album. Oh, that's fantastic. Way to bring it back. In the meantime, you know what we're going to bring it back to? The, the Seggies. of I Want My Mystery TV Theme Song. We'll play a piece of a TV theme song from the 80s. If you get it right, you're entered into the drawing for a free bottle opener, right? Yep, we still got a few left. All bottle openers should be free. That's kind of my my mantra in life. Uh, nobody actually asked about, like, we, we teased last week that we're going to have, like, some sort of special swag on the cruise. No one's like, hey, kind of tell me what it's going to be. Nobody cares. That's you know, okay. We're still going to do it. Yeah. That's true. Pay attention. Here's the theme song from our last episode. That's the theme song from Doogie Howser, MD. Did you watch this show, Brad? You know, I was about to ask you the same question, um, and you'll be surprised to hear that I've never seen a single episode of this program. I did. I actually did watch most of maybe the first season of it. I don't know why. Okay. But yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of enjoyed it for what it was. When did this air? It was in oh, the late, like in 89. Yeah, late 80s. Okay. Oh, it was David Kelly and Stephen Bacho? That was yeah, probably yeah, a pretty was, good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was, it was not bad, you know? And, you know. So anyway... List some of the winners before my NyQuil kicks in and I have to go to bed. Okay, sounds good. Go sleep in your listening room. Winners this week include Tim and Toadsuck, Joseph Perdue, John Bowering, who still loves living on a prayer. We all make choices, John. Alan Titus, Tom Corn in Austria, Brock in North Dakota, Greg in Cleveland, Canuck in Colorado, Alex Peter, Nate Chops Johnson, Scott from Egan, Jeremy in St. Pete, Florida, Kevin Crescent Wench, Jeff in Utah, Andrea Crava, Buckeye Girl. Hey, wait a minute. Is that a coincidence? No sharing worksheets, you two. <laughs> Michael Mockrock Hayes, Sarah Fish, John in Dallas, and Matt D in Oregon. Okay, Brad, spin the wheel. Um, I am too weak in my condition to do so. Okay. I don't know who wins the thing. 
could fall down the stairs and subject yourself to further podcast absences. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh. You were macho before you knew what macho even was. And oh, the winner, yeah, baby. Ooh, ooh it's keep, it keeps going. The winner's going to be Nate Chops Johnson. Wow, excellent. So, uh, nice. S- He's send- someplace in L.A. Is he? Just stop by and pick it up now. Yeah, I'll mail it to you, Nate. Send us <laughs> yeah. a postal address. If you live in L.A., do you trust people enough to – would you trust someone to drop by and like pick something up from you? At my house? Well, no. Yeah. At your office. <laughs> my office? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, I'm fine mailing it. It's fine. I don't, I don't mind doing that at all. Yeah, okay. So now you know where you stand, Nate. <laughs> okay. It's not just you, Nate. <laughs> it's, it's everybody. It's all you weirdos out there in Podcast Nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, pay attention. Here's the mystery TV theme song for this week. If you know it, email us at podcast at sit80s.com and tune in next week to find out if you're a winner. Ah, the mystical refrain that is listener mailbag. You know how many years it took me to like go from reader mailbag to listener mailbag? It took me a while. I know. I was giving you crap about it when I came on the show in 2012. Really? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Now I really feel bad. Anyway, uh, this week's letter is from, oh my God, from Tommy Doucette. Brad, do the honors. Oh, wow. This is great. So Tommy writes, hey guys, it's been a really long time. I hope you remember me from back in the day. I was Tommy Doucette in L.A. I came to, I believe, the second Vegas trip with my then wife. I do remember Tommy because he lived really close to me. They were out out in our town. I remember Tommy. He continues, well, a lot has happened since then. My wife and I divorced, and I moved back to my hometown outside of Boston, Massachusetts. It's been a humbling experience starting my life over in my 40s, but everything is good. I didn't listen to the podcast for years, basically around the time Sean left and Brad started, although that was a complete coincidence. I hope that's true, Tommy. Or hurt, hurt my hurt my delicate desert blossom feelings. Anyway, I had to catch up the last bunch of years, but now I'm all caught up and I'm enjoying the show as much as ever. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Oh, and by the way, I believe that name that 80s tune is by After all this time away, I hope I'm right. Well, you'll find out next week, Tommy. Still stuck in the 80s, Tommy Doucette in Boston, formerly in LA. Wow. Yeah, good to hear from you, Tommy. Yeah, that was an epic. Um, God, how many years has that been, Brad? Has it been like ten years now? Oh, gosh, probably close to it. So, yeah. so for those who don't remember, in the first couple of years of the podcast, we started doing these trips to L to to LA, these trips to Vegas because they used to have these lost. Well, they still do. This is really the worst telling of a story ever, <laughs> but. We used to have these <laughs> lost 80s shows in uh, Vegas, and they'd be held at the beach at Mandalay Bay, and they were usually about at the end of summer. And so I started coming out for them, and then more and more. And then the second year, we invited everybody to come out, and, and we, we had a pretty big crowd that year. And Tommy was there, and yeah. you were there, and Katie was there, and... Mm-hmm. It was huge. And Chase Squires was there. Chase Squires was that the year that Chase Squires was there? Or was that the third year? Yes. I can't remember. I remember I think he that snapped, was the year he was there. I think he snapped a he snapped a photo of me showering. That was kind of embarrassing. But uh, 
And it was it was fun. We used to do those, and it was, it was always a fun trip. And if if people were up for that again, we would start doing it again. But like, the last couple times we did it, nobody showed up, so we stopped doing it. But always a great time. Always a great time. We I love yeah. Vegas, and anytime there's an eighty show there, it's it's really tempting because you could go to Vegas and you can get a hotel room for as cheap as you want to get a hotel room for. And 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 eighties right. live was always a, kind of a cheap ticket, so. I don't know. Maybe we'll start doing it again now that the economy's not like in the total tank anymore. So, anyway, great to hear from you, Tommy. So, hey, 80s Nation. Uh, we had a great time listening to some new music for a change. If there's a new album from an 80s band that you're listening to these days, email us and let us know. We want to do this type of show more often. There is a lot of new music out there. We really do have fun listening to it. We want to know what you're into. In the meantime, Brad and I, along with Dee Snyder, Tony Lewis, Juice Priest, Kim Wilde, and Tommy Doucette remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or the CLNS Media mobile app. I keep saying, um, <laughs> have fun deleting all those. Don't worry. I know what it looks like on the timeline. <laughs> um, I can, I can find um, them on site. Um, <laughs> <laughs>